This is the first Fitness Friday and the first in a series of podcasts dedicated to improving my physical self. I will explore every aspect of my physical well-being, including weight loss, strength training, stretching for injury prevention and recovery. I may look into events like fun runs, exercise classes like CrossFit, Spartan races, or hikes in the beautiful national forests that cover the Sierra Nevadas of California. We've all heard the old adage that the longest journey begins with a single step. Although the spirit of the saying is true, it isn't exactly accurate. Preparation is necessary before you take even that first step. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Another gem of an adage. This process isn't starting on March 1st. That would be too clean of a start. So this month's fitness quest is going to be more like a two-week quest. But it won't affect the spring quarter or the annual quest. We'll expand the March fitness quest to fit the whole year. If you listen to my origin episode, you know that my weight is a major concern of mine. Sitting at 240 pounds isn't at all where I want to be. And as recent as April 2020, I was weighing in at 218 pounds. This was thanks to a strict adherence to the carnivore diet. Ribeye and New York steaks were 90% of my diet for three months. For a treat, I would add fried eggs to my meal or possibly a sugar-free energy drink. Unfortunately, energy drinks and caffeine in general are a vice I've not kicked. Regardless of where I was a year ago, I'm in a different place now. As I said in origin, we need to set a smart goal. And like the adage mentioned earlier, we need a first step. Preparation is my first step. So let's prep by identifying a smart process. Specific, we know my specific goal is to reach 200 pounds, but that isn't logical for a two week process. So obviously, we need to establish the goal for two weeks and the spring quarter of 2021. A Google search tells us that healthy weight loss is approximately three pounds a week maximum. So that means I need to lose six pounds by March 31st to succeed in this quest. We now have a specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-based goal, extending our time to three and a half months or 16 weeks gives us the goal of 48 pounds, which pushes me to 192 pounds and exceeds my quest of 200 pounds. That does sound really good to me. Unfortunately, one of my greatest flaws is having all the knowledge necessary for a task, but failing to apply that knowledge. I can tell you that I need to have a caloric deficit of 1500 calories a day to lose that three pounds a week. And I can tell you that a 2200 calorie a day diet with adequate protein and a basal metabolic rate of 2200 calories will start that process. Add at least a thousand burned calories through what Whoop calls strain, and you have the deficit you need to be not only successful, but destroy the quest in a Herculean manner. I know this, like many things, because I have a thirst for knowledge and I love learning new things. I've even applied this knowledge in limited stretches, but like most Americans, I yo-yo right back to the starting point. So we have our SMART goal, 
and we've done our prep to know where we are starting. Now, how do we apply this knowledge to get to the finish line? For the two-week quest, I'm gonna use my existing knowledge and crush the six-pound goal. I know that I can achieve results using the carnivore diet, and I know how to exercise well enough to burn 500 calories without having to get creative. This is a great time to talk about the Whoop Strap and what benefits it offers. It is the best health and fitness tracker I've ever used, and I've owned way too many. The overview screen greets you every time you open the app and shows a dashboard that condenses the pertinent information you'll need at one glance. We see our current state of recovery, giving us an idea of how much punishment our body can handle before injury should become a concern. You are also shown the current amount of strain your body amassed during the day. This is a cumulative number and climbs every time your body moves. We also get a quick glance of heart rate variability, or HRV, and calories burned during the day. The last stat on the home screen relates to sleep, what time to go to sleep, and what time to wake up for the most effective recovery. The Whoop Strap has definitions for all these terms and explains how they affect your body within the app. They also have videos and education available online or through the app. So when I said, listen to my Whoop during Origin, this is what I meant. I may do a podcast specifically covering the ins and outs of Whoop soon. Let me know if that would be of interest. I may have existing knowledge that allows me to be successful in this quest. However, I will interview a selection of fitness experts to build the quarterly goal and annual goal. We can get multiple opinions on the efficacy of the carnivore, keto, vegan, ancestral, or any other diets that are thrown at me. For calorie burn, I'll use a combination of resistance training and steady state cardio. With age being a consideration and injury prevention a key aspect of age and fitness, I'm looking at low volume, high frequency resistance training to get my biggest bang for the buck. This is a total body program five times a week. The key is using a five by five rep and set structure that starts with 40% of your one rep max and finishes with a final set of no more than 80% of your one rep max on the fifth and final set. If done properly, DOMS or delayed onset muscle soreness should be almost non-existent and injury should be incredibly unlikely. With diet and strength training covered, I'll add steady state cardio at least three times a week. A brisk three mile walk using a heavy incline of at least 7% will help my cardio health and use the body's natural cleaning system to remove lactic acid buildup just in case that pesky DOMS tries to slow me down. Some people will consider this active rest or active repair. Regardless of what you call it, sometimes moving sore muscle is the best thing we can do for our bodies. Another perk of the Whoop Strap is the community we can build there. We can help push and challenge each other in the best ways possible. We can also add accountability to the community. Just like a picture of the scale, a picture of your Whoop homepage is proof positive of the sweat you leave on the floor. This is the end goal of our quest for Omega community building a community of like-minded individuals that believe finding our best selves and friends with the same goal will enlighten and improve our lives. Okay, so prep is done and the plan is in place. What now? 
Well, to borrow a tagline, do it. Just do it. You know what to do. You know how to do it. What could possibly go wrong? Well, that's easy. Life. Life will get in the way every single time if you let it. Meetings, errands, family, and an infinite amount of other things can get in the way. Heck, let's call it the universe. Sometimes the universe doesn't like change. So, that sounds scary, right? The universe likes you being out of shape. Of course not. However, if your brain tells you that story, maybe that's why you spent over 10 hours on Netflix last week. Congratulations if that isn't you. But according to Siri, 24% of Americans did. If you refuse to give up streaming videos, how about you force yourself to walk on a treadmill while watching? Throw that smartphone or iPad on the bookshelf most treadmills have and watch Stranger Wanda King or whatever must-watch series helps you avoid FOMO. 10 hours of walking at 4 miles per hour, brisk but not running, is 4,000 calories a week on average. If you're thinking, my goodness, that's a lot of walking, why don't we think the same thing about the brain candy we absorb while watching our favorite streaming platform? I'm recommending we add a significant incline. If you have access to a treadmill to increase muscle activation, think about the last time you walked uphill for more than a couple dozen yards. If you have access to an open gym, you can do any kind of steady state cardio. For example, Stairmaster, elliptical, stationary bike, my true M30 treadmill has a maximum incline of 9%. So I will walk for 30 minutes at a 9% incline at a four mile an hour pace. This is a nice treadmill with impressive features. However, all I need is the basics because my whoop will do the heavy lifting of tracking all my stats. In theory, the steady state cardio can be done anytime I find 30 minutes in my day. And since the plan only requires three days a week, it provides a more flexible scheduling opportunity. If I want to crush this quest and my body allows me to, I can walk every day, but the minimum must be three days a week. However, the strength training is non-negotiable because it must be five days a week to achieve the results we're looking for. If we don't have room to skip a day, how do we stop life, the universe, or ourselves from sabotaging this quest? I repeat, just do it. Plan your day and put strength training as early in the day as possible. If you wake up at 7 a.m. and have to be work at 8, how do you squeeze in a 45-minute lifting session? High achievers like Jocko Wilnick, David Goggins, Elon Musk, and hundreds of others wake up no later than 4.30 a.m. They wake up, get ready to crush a lifting session, and then commit to putting maximum effort for the entire session. If you need a pre-workout or an energy drink, go for it. So your day may look like this. Wake up at 4.30, hit the gym by 5, finish by 6, get ready for work, be ready by 7. If that is the new program, how much better is your morning? Do a Google search. If you want to change the world, make your bed. It's a commencement speech given by Admiral McRaven, a former Navy SEAL. In the past, you woke up at 7 and needed to rush through the morning routine 
just to get out of the door on time. Why are we adding that initial stress to our day? With this new routine, we are ready to drive to work by the time we used to wake up. We can glide through our morning with new energy, having left the house with 10 or 15 minutes extra time. No more road rage because the driver in the front of us is driving like an idiot and making us late. Hopefully with a positive morning experience, our day will consistently be more positive. For the entire day, the endorphins released during our morning workout could have a profound effect on our work performance and a positive improvement on work relationships with clients and coworkers alike. If we plan our day out and live with intention, there could be a go bag in our vehicle that allows us to leave work and head straight to the gym. Doing this intentionally prevents us from flopping down on the couch when we get home and falling back into an old routine. It also has the added side benefit of us doing the cardio on a relatively empty stomach. The science on fasted cardio is mixed, but I believe in the results I've seen for myself. We've prepped, planned, and hopefully executed every step to guarantee crushing this quest. And as we update the spring quarter and annual quest, things we learn can be added and things that aren't as efficient can be removed. If you'd like to follow me in real time as I attempt this life change, you can find me on Instagram at Quest for Omega. I'll post pictures of the equipment I've gathered over the years and post results from my daily workouts. If you have any suggestions for workouts or cardio, I'd love to hear them so that I can add them or ask the experts how they feel about those ideas. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me, and I appreciate any engagement you're willing to provide. Remember, I release new podcasts every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And this Monday, I'll cover my cognitive dissonance as a non-Spanish-speaking Mexican in the Central Valley of California. Thank you again. Thank you again.